podcast with no name since we're not good enough to name names apparently. It's been almost over a year since we have done this, and I am going to let Joseph start off with all the intro stuff. It's a pretty lousy intro, Bailey, but we'll take it. <laughs> uh, so this is about our tenth time trying to get this started. Uh, we have some technical difficulties going on, aka Ma- Bailey's mom making sure he's taken care of. Um. Anyway. Well, we can't use that excuse for why we couldn't finish the year last year, though. Yeah. So, we've tried this before in the past, and I've kind of just dropped the ball on it. A small fault. I don't necessarily keep up with things like I should. But, it's a new year. I'm going to do it this year. I'm committed. Uh, Same core group of people. You got me, Bradley, and Bradley. We're always here. Uh, We got a newcomer. going to try it out this week does good this week we might decide to keep them around who knows uh (laughs) yeah if you hear any trust words in the background i do apologize uh he has taken the unfortunate turn of events to choose tennessee to play against alabama and into the blue football and he's going through about his fifth restart (laughs) we're trying to keep this pg (laughs) trying to trying to make sure that he can get this win uh, anyway. Don't worry, it took, it, Tennessee hasn't beaten Alabama in how long now? So we have to give him a little bit of credit. That's been a couple of years. So this week, uh, we're just going to start off with something simple. The idea of this podcast is eventually we're going to get a name, hopefully by next week. And we're going to run two podcasts a week, one being sports related and then one being non-sports related. We'll cover a variety of topics anywhere from video games to movies or etc whatever you know, us, even the ones that's not supposed to be sports related will end up being sports yeah there will eventually be some type of said way that goes into a sports related situation uh as always so this week we're gonna look at we're gonna pick top 25 teams matchups this week who we think is going to win, along with the SEC teams. Uh, this year, I haven't really talked to the guys about it that much, but I think it would be interesting if we did some type of risk-reward situation. Oh, yeah. To where... Oh, that we never uh, Right. To where we'll keep up with these picks, and we'll keep you guys updated every week. And then either we can either do where the winner gets something at the end of the year... Or the one, the one that's in dead last. Yeah, the one, punished. yeah, the one in dead last gets punished. Uh, I'm fine with whichever one. Chosen by the winner, or or do both. Oh well, yeah, we could do both, and whoever's the middle guys, they can. They can choose <laughs> what they can choose what the loser gets. Yeah, so we'll do both. We'll uh, the one will get a prize, uh, and the loser will get a punishment. On which we will actually do a Facebook Live video of, so you guys can see it all. Uh, we'll eventually get social media started for this podcast. We just have to uh, come up with a name first. So uh, we can put it on the Facebook page. So whenever we did, whenever we do get the name and social media started, which will probably be next week, uh, we'll get all you guys that information and try to figure out how to go from there. Uh, just give you a couple of different ways to listen to this podcast uh we are now able to upload to apple podcast spotify podcast uh doodle play 
and SoundCloud. So you'll be able to get all the links there. And once we get the Facebook page up and going, we'll, we'll send the links in there as well. So anyway, let's go ahead and get down into it. So we'll start with number one. As always. As always. Uh, which in this case is a familiar situation. It's Alabama. Hoorah! They've got the nighttime matchup against Louisville, who no longer has Lamar Jackson. Alabama's going back into their quarterback battle. Still don't know who the week one quarterback is going to be. But I will say by Jalen Hurts' comments that he made a couple of weeks ago, it's probably going to be Tua. So, we already know we're all picking Alabama. That's um, that's a common sense. If you know, one thing you'll learn about us guys, we're all Alabama fans. So, it's all it, every Alabama game, it don't matter how many games we win or lose. It don't matter if we're playing against the number one team, if we end, end up not being number one. We're still going to all end up picking Alabama. That's just how we are. We're just a little bit biased in the situation is what he's trying so to say. So my question is, since I already got us all wrote down for Alabama, who do, is each one of us in here think is going to be the starter? We like The one that takes the first snap. Not necessarily who's our starter for the year. Who takes the first snap at Alabama at quarterback? Um, I think Jalen takes the first snap. I could agree with that. Just because he's been in the Bailey's choking or something. <laughs> Hang on. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, Jalen's been in the situation before. Uh, I think he takes the first snap, but I think Tua ends up coming in and finishing the game. All right, dead serious. I think Matt Jones gets it. <laughs> No, in all dead serious, I think this year they're going to run a dual quarterback threat system. Just an honest opinion there. And I think that could work to an extent. <clears throat> but I think the very first snap of the game, a lot of people think Jalen's going to get the first snap. With his comments and the way he's been doing, I just don't see it. I think two is going to end up being your starter. He's going to start the game. It wouldn't surprise me to see Jalen step on the field first, but my gut tells me that Tua will be the guy that walks out first. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, Florida had the same situation with uh, Chris Leak and Tim Tebow. Yeah. Where uh, Chris Leak was a good passer, and they brought Tim Tebow, who was a freshman at the time, in in running packages and short yard packages, and they ended up winning a national title with it. Uh, you think there's any chance Nick Saban pulls a dust mouse on and gets three quarterbacks out there on the first play of the season? No. Is it bad I was thinking about that? <laughs> no. I I don't I think so. Safe. We're gonna have but. so Matt Jones is gonna be passing it to Jalen and Jalen's gonna pitch it to Tua, right? And Tua's gonna try to throw a wide open pass. He's gonna throw a wide, throw the ball, all right? Water so, ball. but how did that play work out for Auburn? Do you remember? <laughs> didn't. They, they, <laughs> Do you they, think Saban's going to go with a play that he knows did not work for another coach? To be fair, though, well, they played a lot better of a defense. To be fair, Saban's a better coach than Gus Malzahn. I don't know. The Iron Bowl didn't show that last year. Saban's playing a weaker defense than what Gus did. Well, the Iron Bowl had a lot of other issues. I'm just saying. Uh, for example, quarterback center exchange that led to two fumbles and – it seems like Auburn gets really lucky when they play Alabama. But that's neither here nor there. My biggest we question is, we know Damian Harris is going to be the starting running back, but who takes over number two spot? Is it going to be Josh Jacobs or is it going to be Najee? 
Josh Jacobs, if you look at the way Josh Jacobs came in last year, he came in when we needed, when we were running plays like as a screens for the halfback or needing like a catching back, kind of like a Kenyon Drake or a Yeldon, somebody like that. That's the role that Jacobs kind of reminds me of. If we're going to run the ball down the team's throat, Najee is going to be your second one. I just think you're going to see a lot more of Jacobs. To um, my opinion, uh, Jacobs has just had a lot of injuries. So he's not been completely healthy the whole time he's been there. I yeah. think if he can stay completely healthy, then you know there's a good chance he could take over that role. But with how the end of last year went, I mean, the second half of the Georgia game was basically to uh, Najee. Yeah. Well, you the the whole second half you had all freshmen from the quarterback to your receivers and everything just about the rest of the game. Ridley had one catch in that comeback that really you know that helped out the team. But other than that, it was all freshmen that took over that game. You realize we took almost ten minutes and we just <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get the attention so we can go to number. Okay, two. all right, but. To be honest, that's probably the most in-depth we're going to go into any of these games. Probably, because we're such a... Oh, because if we don't, it's going to take two hours and 50 minutes. Right. So, well, move, okay so, we've all picked Alabama. Yep. So, moving on, we've got number two, which is Georgia. Clemson. Yeah. No, Clemson. My bad. Clemson's playing Furman. Not really much to talk about there. Clemson. Uh, I think we're all in agreement that Clemson's yeah. going to win that game. Here's a question for you. Does that true freshman that just came into Clemson, does he have a chance to beat out Kelly Bryant as the quarterback spot? Maybe not this game, but as the season progresses. I think there's going to be more of a Tua and Jalen situation. If Dabo feels like that Kelly Bryant's not performing like he should, you know, give the backup a shot. Because you saw how Kelly Bryant played against the good defense. Like the Virginia Tech, he didn't play that good against. They won the game, but it was because of Clemson's defense. In Alabama, he did not look good. He, we watched that rerun just a few minutes ago, actually. It was not pretty for him. Granted, Clemson's front seven, all seven of them are expected to go in the top 60 of yeah. the next year's NFL draft, so he's going to have a good defense. Yeah. Um, That's going to be the only thing that helps them out this year, I think. But all we're right. all in agreement for Clemson. Yeah. yeah, okay. Moving on to number three, which is yeah, Georgia. Yep. Georgia is playing uh, team. Peavy. Is that who that is? Yeah. Uh, if you ever have to take time to try to figure out who the other team's playing, chances are they're going to win. Uh, I think we're all in agreement that Georgia's going to win. Oh, yeah. Now, my question to you on Georgia is, does Georgia's freshman quarterback have a chance to start? Over Jay Fromm. I think it's an all. It's interesting. This is one of the first years I've seen where your top three teams, all three, has true freshmen that came in, or or the light of the of the, or two and three had true freshmen are coming in. But you know Alabama has the two guys competing. Nobody knows who the quarterback's going to be, and you all all three teams had quarterbacks that led them pretty far last year. But yet here they are, and you still don't know who the quarterback is going to be. That's going to be that's the interesting part for me. I do think Jake Fromm will be your starter unless he starts messing up. I think that'll be the only way the true freshman gets on the field. I agree. I think Jake Fromm's going to start the season off. Um, 
you know, unfortunately in these situations, kind of like what happened to Georgia last year with Jader Beeson, a lot of times starting quarterback gets hurt and the backup quarterback ends up being better. And by the time the starting quarterback comes back, it's not their job anymore, a.k.a. Tom Brady. But um, neither here or there. Uh, I think we all decided on Georgia. Yeah. Uh, You got Wisconsin going against Western Kentucky. Yep, so number four is Wisconsin uh, coming in off a pretty good year last year. Uh, this is a real intriguing game for me, though, because... I'm going Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think Wisconsin will win the game. But let's face it, we all dissed about how they did not play anybody last year. And I know Western Kentucky's not a powerhouse team. Yeah, I think they also lost their quarterback, Mike If they still had their quarterback, I would be going with Western Kentucky. But I do think Wisconsin wins, but I think the game's going to be a lot closer than people think it's going to be. I think Wisconsin's going to win. Uh, is going to win also, and I think this year in the Big Tw- in the Big Ten, you're going to have a lot more competition than what's been in the past. Because you know, for the past however many years, it's been Urban Meyer, Penn State's shown up here and there. Yeah, uh, you've had teams like Iowa that's been there for a year or whatever. But I mean, between you know, Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Penn State, I mean, they're all ranked in the top 15. And any one of them can win that conference this year. Number five, we got Ohio State going against Oregon State. Keep in mind, Urban Meyer doesn't have any practice time. He ain't ain't coaching the practices at all. Going into this game, he's suspended. He will get to be back in practice. After this game, but he won't be on the sideline until week four. I still don't think. Yeah, I still don't think that's enough. Still don't think that's enough to pull pick an upset. Does it hurt Uh, Ohio State any in this game though? I don't think as much because if you think about it, you know, even before this week, they knew that they were playing Oregon State to start off the season. So I'm with all the fall camp. And the summer workouts, I'm pretty sure they've done more yeah. game planning than just this I week. Agree. Now, here's where it's going to get interesting. Number six, Washington against number nine, Auburn in Atlanta, Georgia. Washington's kind of been a team that's just like Auburn. They're, they're hanging, around, hanging in there, start off the year highly ranked, and by the end of the year, they are somewhere along the season, they kind of just stumble. They, I don't know. I can't get the picture of Auburn losing to UCF out of my head the last time they were in Georgia. And man. Uh, Washington a lot of loss, lost a lot on defense last year. But they got almost their whole returning offense coming back except for one, I think, one receiver. Uh, I think Jarrett Siddham's going to be a lot better this year than he was last year. He might be a lot better, but does that mean the halfback? I mean, you got to think they lost – Carry on, and you saw how bad that offense was without Carry on Johnson or a healthy Carry on Johnson. Are they going to be able to find that halfback to be able to step up? And Auburn lost a little bit on the defensive side too. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Jay Browning's still going to be able to sling the ball. I don't think Auburn. Auburn's not seen a quarterback like Jay Browning or with a skill set as. Jake Browning has. I think Washington pulls it out in the end. 
What do you got, Bailey? I'm going with Washington because I cornerbacks for Auburn. Who did they lose? I can't think of his name off the top of my bat. I can't remember. Uh, Carrollton Davis is that who yeah. it was? Carlton yeah, Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis. And they lost on their really big good. defensive line too. I can't remember who he was. He was really good. I don't know. And then they lose their kicker too. That was so good. Yeah, Daniel Carlson. So I don't really know how good they're going to be on defense. You got to think about that. They have Washington also have Miles Gaskin. He's going to be good. Who you got, Josh? So I'm going Washington on this one. Uh, I'm so nitpicky on this because I hate Auburn with a passion. See, the last time I'm with Auburn, they lost week one. They lost in Georgia very many times here recently. I mean, just think about it like that. Yeah, I'm going to put we're all going Washington. I was, I'm very tempted, but I do think it's going to be a close game. I don't think whoever wins this game, I'll think it's going to be by more than seven points. I don't think it's going to be any more by seven points. I think it's going to be either a touchdown or less. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a traditional 12 team that's going to be able to put up 60 points. No. I, I think no Jay Browning throws the ball a lot, but I don't think he scores that much. Uh, so moving on. Number seven, we got Oklahoma versus Florida Atlantic. So you got Oklahoma's. Mm. Replacing Baker Mayfield, and you got Lane Kiffin's last chance. You, hmm. it's a tough matchup because I want to pick Florida Atlantic because I really do think they can pull the upset. But Florida Atlantic's not played. I mean, they haven't played anyone non-conference since Lane Kiffin's been there at the caliber of Oklahoma. It is very tempting to pick Florida Atlantic, but I know I think most of us are going to pick Oklahoma here. So, mm. I'll go and tell you, I'm going to pick Florida Atlantic. I, I, All right. Lane Kiffin, for one, he knows how to work a quarterback. He knows how to get a quarterback. I mean, look what he done in Alabama. With Blake Sims, who I honestly could not stand before Kiffin got there and was able to work with him. And let's be honest, Lane Kiffin done uh, worked with an offense with Jalen so much better at Alabama than what Brian Dayball did. I couldn't stand him. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> but anyway, I'm um, going Florida Atlantic just because of Lane Kiffin. I'm looking right here. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff, which and is Oklahoma, early for Oklahoma. Oklahoma usually don't do good in those games either. Um... Well, I mean, we, we got to be honest. Oklahoma's defense ain't that great. That's why I think Florida ain't beats them. I think it's going to be a shootout. And if Oklahoma has to go in a shootout. I'm going to pick Florida Atlantic just because of the kickoff time. All right, then. What about you, Josh? I'm going to call Murray and Oklahoma Sooners. That, that was more interesting than I thought. We had half there. Number eight, Miami. Against number twenty-five LSU, at I believe it's a, a it's a Texas kickoff. I think. Oh yeah, I think it's in Houston it's or in Dallas. Houston, Dallas, okay. one of the two. Yeah, Is it it Dallas or Houston? It really doesn't matter at the moment. It's usually the Dallas kickoff. It's usually Dallas, but one of them's playing in Houston. It might be Dallas. I can't remember. Maybe that's Virginia Tech and Florida. I don't know. That could be. No. Yeah. No, that's money not yet. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter anyway. Anyway. Uh, Miami coming off a decent year. Started off 
really good. Started out on fire. No, uh, West Virginia and Tennessee is a Dallas game, I think. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Miami coming off their uh, fast start with Mark Rick and kind of just fizzling it out at the end of the year. LSU entering, what is it now, the second full year, third full year? Third full year, I Of uh, Tocho. No, it's the second full second, year. Yeah. It's second full year, Tocho. Trying to get that program turned around. I think it's going to be a good matchup. I don't think LSU has a quarterback. LSU got a transfer quarterback from Ohio State. And the rumors had it, which you know how rumors can really, you know, be a, a big mess, really, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But rumors had it that last year he almost beat JT Barrett out for the starting job. But I don't. That's just what everybody says. They had a quarterback in the spring game that was running the spread really good. I don't remember his name. I think um, it was that transfer. I think. Oh, the transfer ain't there to the summer. I don't think. No, he got there like right the season ended. He oh, was already there. Okay. Um, I think it's gonna be a close game. Uh, I'm gonna pull LSU. You're going to LSU with an upset. I think LSU's going to have a better defense than what everybody expects. Um, Their defense ain't going to be the problem. I think it's going to be their offense. I just don't know. I got Miami. I think Miami's going to be too strong. I think the quarterback battle, I'm going to be rooting for LSU because it's an SEC team. Well, I'm going to also. Mm-hmm. So everybody, everybody, everybody but Joe. Okay. So I'll put LSU for Joe. Okay, we done covering number nine Auburn. Number ten, Penn State against Appalachia State. Um Now we all know how App State has pulled upsets in the Big Ten, hence Michigan a couple of uh I'm I'm going with Penn State. I'm oh yeah. I like James Franklin. I like what he's doing at Penn State. They still have their quarterback. Even though they lost Saquon Barkley. I'm just saying App State might put up a good game, but this can be pissed We all felt like Tennessee would blow them out that year and they end up going to overtime. I think App State will give them a good game. But I had App State winning that game that year. Oh, yeah, I forgot Thank about you. That. I wanted App State to win. Oh, I wanted them to win. I hate Tennessee. Yeah, I don't like Tennessee. All right. Oh, anyway. All right. Number 11, no. Michigan State and Utah State. Utah yes, Utah State. Yeah. State. Uh, we know who we know it's not Utah State to win. Yeah, again, I think we're all going to be in agreement that Michigan State not much to talk about here. Uh, you know, one podcast we'll we'll actually you know sit down and break down each conference teams. But it's uh, week one. I mean, yeah. we can't really go into a whole lot of. We really don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns about. Who's going? Who's playing where? Or who's By the starting. way, we never did update this, but Josh did beat Alabama in that 45-42, and now he's playing number 23, uh, Missouri. And, and we're getting a call from uh, people. Let's keep it going now. We don't usually have a call-in line. Um, Are we putting this person on speaker? Anyway. Well. So we're losing Josh. So Josh is not involved in this anymore. We'll get his pitch later. And we'll update you guys next week with his standings. Uh, so we're, a few that I really think we'll have. A we're all in agreement on Michigan State. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, is number, number twelve. Number twelve, Notre Dame against number fourteen, Michigan. 
at Notre Dame. I think this is the year Jim Harbaugh gets it done. I think Michigan wins the best ten, and I think they make the college football playoff. I think okay. this is I think this is do or die for him. If he doesn't get it done this year, I don't think he's going to be able to get it done at Michigan okay. at all. Well, I think he's going to die against Notre Dame then. That, that might be a little too brutal, but I don't think Shea Patterson's going to have that system completely known by then. For Shea Patterson, that game in South Bend. If this was at Michigan, I would be going Michigan. But this game at Notre Dame, I got to go Notre Dame. I don't think Shea Patterson and how Mike Bailey. I don't think this offense... Is going because this is a completely different offensive system compared to what he ran when he was at Ole Miss. If it wasn't Week One and also not at Notre Dame, that'd help him out a lot. Well, yeah, Shea Patterson's used to SEC environments. I mean, and the last time you saw an SEC quarterback go into South Bend, what happened? Yeah, but they you barely got, won for one. They thing. barely Second won, thing is, but two, he was in an offensive system that he was used to. Jake Fromm was used to that offensive system. Also, the thing is, you got to think about this. He went, he played Alabama at Alabama. And got be like 66-3. I'm just saying, I mean, if they're not comfortable with him running the offense, they wouldn't. Prone, so how do we know he's well, going to make it through that game? To be fair, though, you got to think about it like this. I mean, maybe he's just straight up talent-wise better than the other guy. Even though the other guy knows the system, he's straight up talent-wise. But while, it doesn't matter how much talent you got if you got a quarterback who runs the freaking if the, offense if the other guy knows doesn't the system know is, the offense, if the other guy's why would you put him in? terrible, but he knows the system, you're going to put him in? So, we would all agree that Tua is a better thrower than Jalen, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. If Tua didn't know the playbook or didn't know the offense, you think Saban would have put him in the second half it's, it's not of like, the national championship game? It's not game? like Shea Patterson doesn't know the playbook. But, We're saying he doesn't but, know the system as good. Also, do you think that Saban would put him in like that in week one? If, Jay, if Tua wasn't for me. See, Tua we had put, the whole he put, season. Uh, he put, what's the guy's name? He put Blake Barnett in week one against USC. But he was also a redshirt freshman. He already had a year but, to learn the system. But look where he's at now. You can't really go off. We need to keep. Going. We need to move on. I just don't think with it being his first game, his first year with the team, I don't think he's going to have that system completely memorized and have it be fully comfortable in it. Is what the way we need to put well, it. Well, okay. So Georgia played Notre Dame what week two last year? Week three. Very early on in the season. Jake Fromm was a true freshman last year. Yep. So, he also had a game in between that he had to come in because of Jacob Beeson being out. He got hurt. So he already had a game and plus, you know. But, I mean, they played a high school team. But he already had a little bit of experience. Like I said, we need to move on. It, it could go either way, but right now I've got Notre Dame. Uh, you got Stanford, and it looks like it's San Diego State. Yeah, that's San Diego State. Uh, that, that, that don't even need a conversation. Yeah, I think we all got Stanford. Uh, I think, so 14 would be Michigan. 15, I think, is USC. USC against UNLV. Again, not really much to talk about there. I'm pretty sure we all got USC. Uh, 16. CCU. Yeah, so you don't know who that is. Uh, again, not much, <laughs> not much to talk yeah, about there. So many exciting games. Or well, we all got TCU. All right, here we go. Number seventeen, West Virginia against Tennessee West in Virginia. Dallas. West Virginia. I think West Virginia wins the Big Twelve this year. Will I think World Rare has 
I think Woodbury has a really good season. West Virginia's gonna beat Tennessee. I don't I don't know if it's gonna be blowout fashion, but I know the game probably be close ish. If it wasn't Jeremy Pruitt's first game as a head coach. And he wasn't playing a quarterback as good as this. I I will say this though. Butch Jones wasn't able to coach the team good, but he got some killer talent down there. It ain't like Jamie Pruitt inherited a crappy program. Oh, yeah. He got a great, some great talent on that roster. And in saying that, what Tennessee's got one thing, one advantage on this that not many people have, and that's the fact that you don't know what Jamie Pruitt's offense is going to look like. You don't know what to expect out of them. To be fair, though, we're saying West Virginia's going to play defense. I mean... It's really going to come down, can Tennessee's offense keep up with West Virginia's offense? Can Tennessee's quarterback okay. out-throw... Do you think that West Virginia will be able to cause Tennessee's offense to struggle at all? That's the thing that's going to match it. Can West Virginia... Can, can Tennessee's defense... Get just one or two more stops, whereas West Virginia's... We already know how bad West Virginia's de- defense is. They're all... Big 12 don't know how to play defense. Yeah, besides Iowa State. Uh, I always say there's a reason why James Harden plays in Houston. Well, I can't believe I'm doing this because I just mentioned that I hate Tennessee. But I'm going with Tennessee to pull an upset on this one. I always pick at least one upset and that way that's going to be it for me. Oh, that's the upset you picked. Well, that's actually two. I mean, so, I mean <laughs> the Lord Atlantic's definitely an upset. <laughs> they do win. Who you got, Bailey? Tennessee, West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. I'm pretty sure I'll be the one to pick. Just a dominant quarterback. Mississippi State playing a nobody team again. SFA, whoever that is. Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, that's. Yeah, we all got Mississippi State. Number 19, Florida State against number 20. Virginia Tech on a Monday night game. Florida State gets their returning quarterback back from yeah, injury. Although they stay healthy. <laughs> although they've got a new head coach, um, I think this is the. I'll, I mean, I've said for the past two years that Fluente's got a great coach at Virginia Tech. Uh, I think this. Keep is, in mind, though, before you make your pick. Keep in mind, the last few times you picked Virginia Tech to win a game, they have not won it. You got to keep that in mind. I think Virginia Tech wins this game as much as it hates me to say it. <laughs> I just don't think, which Florida State's quarterback is a good quarter, or quarterback is a good quarterback, and their coach they got to replace Jimbo is a good coach. But, I mean, you take that quarterback away, and Florida State's team looked like complete trash last year. Yeah, I mean they had they had to play a makeup game just to get bowl eligible. Um, I think. Uh, I think Virginia Tech wins the game. That's going to be close, but I think you you lock down the quarterback and quarterback's going to. Okay, because I was I was waiting to see what Joe picked before I picked my pick. I'm really debating on this. I gotta go. The question for me is, is Francois going to be healthy? Is he fully healthy going into this game? Or do we even know that he's won the quarterback job? 
Because Blackman at the end of the year played a lot better than he did at the start of the year. I don't think, I mean, I don't even think there's any controversy to that quarterback job. Because, see, I hadn't heard nothing from Florida State. Ain't no, I ain't never heard nothing from them lately, so. But I'll go with Florida State. Just because Joe picked Virginia Tech, and I know how that goes for him. Well, I was going to pick Virginia Tech no matter what, because the defense. I, I know the defense is solid. Okay. All right, UCF going against UConn. The so-called national champions of last year. The national champions is going to happen. And, uh, and they got a new head coach. Um, they lost a lot on defense. They lost Shaquem Griffin, who was basically the heart and soul of the defense. Uh, did they lose their quarterback? No, 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 quarterback's still there. The quarterback's still there. Yeah. Um, I think UCF wins the game. They still have a ton of talent. They'll win the game. But it ain't gonna be by much. It's gonna be a very, very, very close game, and it'll be decided late in the fourth quarter. I think we all can agree with that one. Okay, here we go. Twenty-two Boise State at Troy. I'll tell you right now, I'm taking Troy in the upset. Um, some reason why when Troy plays some big name team like. They played call. They played Auburn close a couple of years ago at Auburn. They beat LSU at LSU, but now they're gonna play a big name team at their home field. I think Troy wins this game. Granted, they beat LSU last year without Darius guys. Darius guys was nowhere on. Which granted, I know LSU ain't got Darius guys this year, but Darius guys was such a big part of their offense last year, and LSU changed their offense up after that loss. They saying, looked like a completely different team after that loss. If they had played the same LSU team that we like, the healthy LSU team that we played late in the year, that game wouldn't even been close. But I think Boise State wins this game. It's gonna be close. Got I gotta take Boise State. Okay, so I'm putting Troy down for Joe. All right. Texas at Maryland. I'm pretty sure that game's going to be at Maryland because they played at Texas last year. Uh, I can't confirm that. Yeah. Texas at Maryland. Can Texas get their revenge on a team that really... Texas defense last year was was horrible in that game. They gave up over 50 points to a Maryland game. I think I don't think Maryland won more than two or three games the rest of the year. Texas. I think Texas wins that game. Their quarterback is going to only get better. Um, I think uh, Tom Herman's going to have a pretty decent year this year. I agree. Oregon going again. Looks like it's going to be Bowling Green, looks like. Yes. Oregon. Not much to talk about there. Yeah, then we all got Oregon. I think they could be a surprise team. Number 25, LSU, we're going to talk about them. Now we're into the rest of the SEC. And Joseph will have to help me with some of these. Uh, some little name teams. Texas A&M versus Northwestern State. Yeah. I think that's who that is. A&M. Oh, uh, what's going on? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think uh, we just, just about can go with them almost all... All the SEC teams here because all the more besides Mandy and Ole Miss against Texas Tech. Uh, okay, never mind. I forgot about that one. So, but the rest of them we can go pretty much all SEC. 
Like Mizzou's playing to nobody. Pretty sure we'd all pick Mizzou. Ah, uh, so Kentucky and Central Michigan. Who you got? Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that. I'm going to take Kentucky. Uh, I, I think Kentucky. So I'm pretty sure we'll all go Kentucky. All right, and then Arkansas and whoever they're playing. Arkansas. Yeah, then we're all going to pick Arkansas on that one. Um, Missouri and whoever they're playing, I'm pretty sure we're all going to pick What about Mandy against Middle Tennessee State? Uh, uh, I'm going Mandy in a close, close, close game. I just wish Vandy's head coach would hire a defensive coordinator. Hmm. I wish he wouldn't do it himself, and I'd feel more comfortable about Vandy. I am going with Vandy. I'll go with Vandy as well. And then we got Florida going against a nobody. I'm pretty sure we'll all go Florida. Then Mullen. That's where I'm going with. Wait, is Florida not ranked this year? No. No, they're not. Not strong. And then South Carolina's got a... We never did talk about the Ole Miss and Texas Tech game. We never did say for sure who's... Oh, Texas uh, Tech. Oh, got Texas Tech. Um, where's that game at? Can you find out? Yeah, I'll look that up. I don't care where it's at. Texas Tech. If it's... Even though Ole Miss has got a really, really good wide receiver, and I think they got a really good offensive lineman. And that second-string really quarterback high. that came in for Shea Patterson was really, really good when he came in. Like, he came in at the I'm end of the year. Depends on where that game's at. If Joe can find that out for us. I'm looking on it. Where is it? What time do they play? This is why we should have skipped this one. Yeah. Next week we'll be more prepared. We kind of last minute threw all this together. To be fair, we were going to do this last night, but everybody decided to go to sleep. And yeah, we just needed a day of rest, guys. Even though it's this later not than what it was last night when we were doing this. Yeah. Um. Playing at Texas Tech. I still got Ole Miss. At 11 a.m. I still got Ole Miss. Uh, Josh is shaking his head no, so I'm thinking I guess that's Texas Tech. What about you, Joe? I'm going to take Ole Miss, too. All right, so it's a half. Mm. And we got one more game left, don't we? South Carolina against CCU. Well, that we, that's not a game, so yeah. let's go <laughs> Take South those. Carolina. So, we disagreed on a few teams, a few different things. I think this is going to be really interesting week one. Way too early to talk Heisman talk. We're not going to talk about that this week. All right, Heisman, I got my <laughs> flaws. Um, yeah, I was just about to say him too. Anyway. Did you see? Pick is now, let me, let me mention this though. Did you see where ESPN, they done their top 20 or their top Heisman post? Uh-huh. Tua hadn't even won the starting job yet, and uh-huh. he's number one in the Heisman race right now. I thought that was kind of silly. Uh, okay, what I am going to do, I, I do want to ask this to everybody, though. Who, who's going to be our four teams in the playoffs? Yeah, wait, let's go ahead and... Early prediction. Early prediction right now, and I want to write these down, actually, because I want to see like, how these change toward the middle of the season. Bailey, I'll start with you. Why me? Because you're the youngest. Go first. All right, fine. Uh, All right, Josh wants to go first. Josh wants to go first. 
All right, so number one, can I do like you like? They don't have to be necessarily game? in order, just your top four. Oh, okay, fine. Then. Can I go off who wins this game? Decides it. No. Okay. Yeah, I have a decisive team. All right, so Alabama. Okay. I'm gonna change it up because I figured y'all think I was gonna say the other team in that division, but I'm gonna say Miami. All right, three. I'm gonna have. Mm, I'm gonna say Washington. And four, I'm gonna say Penn State. That's interesting. All right, Josh, go ahead. Uh, I'm going Alabama, of course. I'm gonna go ahead and put Dabo and Kirby back in there. Put Alabama and Georgia. No, I think they're going to come back. Okay. And then, you know, my number four team, they've been on the outside looking in a lot of few years, the past two years. I'm going Penn State. So everybody's got Penn State so far winning the Big Ten. Joe, go ahead. Uh, we'll take Alabama. Of course. Uh, we'll take USC. Link USC wow. gets it done in the Pac-12. That's a bold statement. Um... I mean, I, the thing is, though, do, is the backup better than Sam Donald? I think Penn State's got, or not Penn State, I think USC's got a lot of other talent. I, mean, I honestly I'm think whoever wins Penn State and Stanford next week wins the Pac-12 and gets into the playoff. I can see that. Um, I'm just saying, though. So I got Alabama, I USC. Uh, I think your Big 12 team's going to get in. Um think it's going to be West Virginia. See, I'd feel that way, but, you know, they usually ended up being one loss, one up, somehow find a way to lose. And I think Michigan gets in from the Big Ten. Woo! This, this could be interesting. Right, so, number one, of course, you know I got Alabama. And... I'm debating on two teams because, you know, we mentioned a while ago talking about how Florida State, you know, with Francois, I think it's a completely different team. But I still think Clemson gets the edge in that division. Honestly, I know I picked Florida State to win this game. But with that defense with Bud Foster, it would not surprise me to see Virginia Tech in it. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to go Clemson, number two. I'm going Penn State, number three. And... Mm, I'm... Because of the fact that whoever wins this conference has to play the winner, has to play the team they play in the conference championship twice, I'm putting West Virginia in over, who was it I was going to put in, over Washington. I was going to put Washington in, but then I got to think about it. West Virginia is going to have to play the team they play in the Big Big 12 championship game. Mm-hmm. I have to play them twice. And if they're really, really good, that's going to help them out a lot. Do you think we'll have a controversy this year like we did this last year? There's always controversy. What is it on? 
Um, Let's just hope we're on the good side of it. I don't think they let two teams from the same conference in again. I think if that situation comes, they'll expand the playoff. There's going to have to be a lot of crazy things to happen for that again. Well, I think because this year it's going to be so definitive to where, you know, if Alabama and Georgia get down to who gets in, you know, they can decide that in the SEC championship game. And I don't think – teams go undefeated, and they're like one and two. But the thing is, though, number one, if they lose a close game, do you really punish them by dropping them down that far after going undefeated like that? Well, I think maybe if it was the first year they wouldn't. But since they did it last year, I think that the committee looks at that as a playoff game. Well, think about it like this too. You got to think if there's more than just like if there's about six undefeated teams in total, and like like that week before the game's played, you got to think there's I mean, undefeated teams. Look at it. Look at it like this. If if Alabama and Georgia one and two going into the SEC championship game, and Alabama wins by one, and Georgia. Falls back to number three. Okay. Well, then Alabama beats the number four team and Georgia beats the number two team. You know, because of who we are as SEC fans, we wouldn't mind watching Alabama and Georgia play twice a year. Yeah. But, you know, not everybody else in the nation agrees with us. But see, here's the thing that you got to look at. Okay. You know, you look at what happened this last year. With Ohio State being right there in the mix with a two-loss team, it really is going to depend on how everybody else plays. Because would you rather see, say, say Ohio State loses the game, but they make it to the Big Ten, or Penn State loses, or makes it to that game, makes it to the, and they're right there in the mix with one loss. That one loss is by like thirty-something points versus the SEC with the one loss in that conference championship. I just think. I mean, I'm not saying that it couldn't happen again. I'm just saying if it does happen again, we won't have four teams in the playoff anymore. We'll have six or eight. It's just a lot of crazy stuff's going to have to happen. But if there's a lot of undefeated teams, it's just more likely not going to happen. And that's just saying that both Alabama and Georgia even make it to conference this year. You know, we all said that in the middle of the season, and then you saw how that happened for us. We got lucky getting this last time. Had Ohio State have gotten beat close against Iowa, Alabama wouldn't have been in. Had they a blue Wisconsin out of the game, like out of the Big Ten in the Big Ten championship, Alabama wouldn't have been in. Come in. You know we done this last year, and week one we done the the first four teams. Who we felt would be in it. And I don't, other than Alabama, how many of the Final Four did you get right? Oh, me? Yeah. I don't remember. I was going to say for my uh, fifth my fifth option, I'm going to say Boise State. I was about to ask, if there's a, a non-Power They're not 5 split, team. They shouldn't lose almost any of their games, all right? So they should if be there's a non-Power 5 team that makes it, who is it going to be? Yeah, like if I even get in the running this year, do you think UCF does it again, or do you think it'll be somebody else? I think Florida Atlantic has a good chance of doing it. Does they start off if they get the win against Oklahoma? Yeah, if they get the win there, then I can see that. And they just run the table. Same as what Houston could have done if they could stay on the feeder a couple yeah. years ago with Tom. Or but I don't know. 
We are unfortunately running out of time on this podcast because this podcast recorder only records an hour at a time. And we've took generally our podcast only lasts about 30 minutes, depending on how heated of a discussion we get into. Uh, just because we're all old and have to go to bed early. We all got jobs. Yeah, we all got to face real world I issues. Well, Mayor's got school, so that's just as bad. Anyway, uh, be interesting. next week, like I said, we'll have social media links for you guys and we will have a name for the podcast we'll make that top priority uh even if we just have to come up with some random name that'll probably be our next podcast just <laughs> come up with a discuss- just having a full discussion I'll give a second tomorrow. uh so i said you know two podcasts a week uh we'll get this one uploaded this one won't have a facebook page link as of yet but we will link it out on our personal facebook pages and then by uh i would say probably tuesday or wednesday we should have some social media going up on there uh other than that i think we've covered just about everything that we're going to cover today um our next sports related podcast topic will probably be reviewing how far off we were on some of these picks and I will probably get made fun of some of the upsets that I've chosen, but it is what it is, and we'll get past that. And then we'll also look forward to week two and maybe talk about some Heisman favorites since we'll have starters in place. We hope we got well. Anyway, uh, so I guess that's all for now. Roll Tide. And we'll... You guys